Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Hi there, it's Mike Morrison from the Membership Guys and this is another episode of the Membership Guys podcast, the show where we talk about all things related to membership websites. Thanks very much for downloading the show. We really appreciate you uh, subscribing to the podcast, sharing the link, sharing the news about the podcast to other people. And of course, if you enjoy the show, get yourself over to our iTunes page, our SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you found us, leave us a nice little review and tell us what you think of the show. We greatly appreciate that. So in today's episode, it's going to be a quick one, but we want to talk about a subject and a question that comes up uh, quite regularly whenever people are discussing membership sites, and that's whether you should make your site one that only opens for certain periods of the year and then closes again, or whether it should be something that's evergreen, something that's always open. Now, what happens is I tend to find that the time-limited launch approach where you know maybe you open two or three times a year, you're only open for enrollment for a month maybe, and then you close the doors and anyone visiting your site then has to wait until your next enrollment window before they can actually join. I tend to find that works a lot better for courses than it does for membership sites. And usually there's only really two reasons why you would go with that kind of open-close type of approach. The first of these is that sometimes the delivery of your material, your training or your coaching needs a structure. It needs everyone to be on the same track. So perhaps you've got a training course that takes place over 10 modules and that's supported by group coaching from yourself. Now, in that instance, that would be probably better in terms of helping you to deliver it and in terms of helping your student to actually implement what you're teaching if it was on a fixed delivery schedule. And really to do that, you kind of need to have that routine, that set enrollment window where you open for enrollment for four weeks, then you close enrollment, then the course starts and it rolls on for, you know, eight, 10, 12 weeks then you open the window again and you get into that kind of cycle. So for that sort of approach, and like we say, that's a bit better for courses or for your programs as opposed to membership sites uh, of all shapes and sizes. So that tends to be a bit better because with that sort of delivery schedule, for some setups, it's a necessity. Sometimes you need to have that rigidity in how you take on students and then run the actual course or run your program. So that's one of the real reasons why you'd go with an open-close approach. The other is purely for marketing purposes. So a lot of people like this strategy because it lets you to really play the scarcity card. So it lets you to ramp up the scarcity factor when it comes to promoting and positioning your product. Now, obviously, if you tell somebody that they only have a couple of weeks to join your site or else they're going to miss out and they have to wait until next year, then that puts a lot more pressure on people. And it can, for some people, if they respond to that sort of tactic, really build up their demand and really kind of push them into taking action 
rather than, you know, if your website's open at all times, someone might see your site and kind of think, oh, well, that looks great. I don't need to join yet. So I'll maybe come back in a couple of weeks time or when I'm in a better position to join. When you've got that kind of limited enrollment window, then obviously those people are more pressured to make a more immediate sort of decision. So there's certainly benefits to having that kind of scarcity. Uh, but what's happened when we've tested that strategy with our clients and, you know, this has been tested for some of our you know, high membership level clients, we've tested that against an open approach. So an always open, doors are always open for you to join whenever you want. So obviously in those cases, the open and close, they did result in a big, big spike in signups uh, during the period that the program was open. And obviously there's a massive revenue boost. So that's where you see the whole, you know, I've just reopened my program and we've done six figures. You know, of course you're going to get a big spike if you're only open for a certain period of time. But when we've actually tested that against a totally open approach, so we've kind of run these two things at the same time, then the lost revenue and the lost signups from the closed months kind of balanced out. So, you know, they made the same amount of income. They attracted the same amount of signups. Um, I think actually when we tested, they attracted more signups, but because they were launching, then you've got launch tactics involved where you're throwing in bonuses and all that sort of stuff too. So actually in the long run, it evened out. And considering there's a lot more you need to do when you're always launching. So there's a lot more on the logistics side of things. There's a lot more on the marketing side of things. As we mentioned before, if you're launching two or three times a year, usually you're going to have a, a bunch of bonuses that are in play too. And typically, really the effort involved when compared with what you could have made or what you missed out on essentially by having the doors open on a permanent basis, it, it's ended up where we've tested it, not really worth uh, taking that approach. And again, as we said, for courses and for situations where that sort of model and that sort of strategy fits the material that you're delivering and the way in which you're delivering it, that's a completely different matter. But if you've got a membership site where you've got a course library and you've got monthly live training and there's no sort of fixed schedule around the material you're delivering, then purely using that scarcity, that open and close approach from a marketing point of view, every time we've tested it, it's ended up not being worth it. Now, some people use the constant launching strategy to great effect. Would they do just as well if they were open all year round? Who knows? They may have tested it and it may not work for them. Now, the big examples, uh, so for example, you see the likes of Marie Folio with B-School. That's probably the most famous example and probably one of the most profitable online course slash membership sites that there is. But she has her process for launching absolutely refined to perfection, not to mention a huge army of affiliates. So if you're great at launching, if your strength is in building anticipation, running launch strategies, if you've got a big network of affiliates or key contacts who can really help you ramp up the hype, 
as part of a launch strategy, then it may certainly be an approach that you take that lets you leverage your skills and your strengths and your network in that area. But if you're just looking for a way to use scarcity as a marketing tactic and you know, you're not particularly great at launching, you don't have affiliates, you don't have a massive network, then there are plenty of other ways to use scarcity as a tactic that don't involve having to close down entries to your membership program for three months, six months, 12 months at a time. Our preference is to always be open. In our view, membership sites are a marathon. They're not a sprint. So we're not really into this idea of once a year chasing a big payday because actually if you have a bad year, that's you pretty much screwed for the year. You know, membership sites are a marathon. They're not a sprint. They're not a big rush to get the big headline numbers all in a short space of time. So that kind of payday chasing where you're rising and falling depending on how you do during that small window doesn't appeal to me. And, you know, in testing it and seeing it in action with clients who do that approach, as well as clients who take the always open membership site approach, the latter always works out better for our clients when we've seen it actually in action. Now, there's no wrong or right answer on this. As we said, the structure and the nature of the material you're delivering, how you want to deliver it in a way that benefits your students may require you to have limited enrollment windows, in which case, all power to you. Get on with it because that's a great way of doing it. But for regular sort of membership sites, then if you're just looking to use scarcity for marketing perspective, there's plenty of other ways of doing it. And of course, we have to mention there are technology uh, solutions that are out there that help you fake this limited scarce window of enrollment. There are plugins, there are scripts whereby anyone who comes to your website will see all the signs that point towards enrollment for your site closing down. So even if it's not closing down, you're given the appearance that it's closing down in order to pressure people. This is a gray area for me. Uh, It tends to be used quite a lot in the you know, sleazier elements of internet marketing and even the, the non-sleazy elements of internet marketing. When you're doing this, you need to be very, very careful. We tend to utilize this to a small degree when it comes to promotions uh, that are sent to the e- email list as part of a sales sequence. But again, it's not really pushing it so hard because at the end of the day, your site's open to everyone 365 days a year and you're pretending that it's not, and that it's a limited enrollment period, because these are membership sites. So the relationship with the customer, their engagement with your content, that starts from when they make a purchase, rather than ending when they make a purchase. So, you know, somebody joins your membership site who thinks that it's been closed to new entries for the past six months. And the first thing they see when they go into your site and they go to your community section, they go to introduce themselves, is a stream of introduction topics from over the past six months, which make it clear that you've misled them into thinking they were joining up in a very limited window. So you can get away with that when you're just doing online courses where there's no community element and you know where your end result is somebody making the sale, somebody making a purchase from you. 
but with a membership site where there's more focus on engaging with your members or getting them into your community in developing a long-term relationship with all of your, your membership base, then that sort of manipulation where you're faking the scarcity element could actually lead you down the wrong path and could uh, quite easily be uncovered by people who've sort of fallen for it and that's not going to stand you in good stead for them continuing to pay and continue to be part of your membership. Anyway, hopefully that's given a little bit of a perspective. As we said, there is no wrong or right answer on this, though. There are exceptions to the rule on both sides of things. So a lot of it comes down to testing. A lot of it comes down to personal preference. But in terms of our preference, we prefer membership sites that stay open year round. So that's it from this episode of the Membership Guys podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you found it useful. We'll be back again with a new episode very soon. We're actually going to be releasing the podcast on a weekly basis now, whereas previously it was two to three weeks. Uh, Just because we want to ramp things up, a lot of you guys have actually asked to have more regular podcast episodes, which is fantastic. We're glad you guys enjoy it. And very soon we're going to be bringing you interviews too with various experts, membership site owners, or people involved in the world of membership plugins and all the various things related to membership sites. So lots of awesome stuff to come for the Membership Guys podcast. And of course, speaking of awesome stuff, I'd be remiss to not mention the Member Site Academy. If you want to really get serious about building, creating, planning, and growing a successful membership website, then you need to check out the Member Site Academy. Membersiteacademy.com, where we've got all the courses, training, resources, support, feedback, and advice that you need to take your membership site to the next level. Whether you're still planning out ideas or whether you've had a site that's up and running for ages and you're looking for ways to attract new members, we've got something to help you at membersiteacademy.com. So make sure you check that out, membersiteacademy.com. And I'll be back again very soon with another episode of the Membership Guys podcast.